When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Oh, hello. Hello, darling. You look so well put together today. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> As I've always said, it's this it's this window, mate. Mate, oh, I look like a bag of absolute hot shit. You don't. <laughs> you don't. But also don't we have so to appreciate nice two things. End of half term and also oh. your kids have now got an inset day. So, yeah. you know, you're not in a good place mentally, emotionally. I actually had a really bad I had no I had a really bad fear this morning where I thought Somebody told me that Toby had an inset day today. Okay. So I didn't check that. Right. And I just naturally assumed that if Toby had one, Elliot had one. But yeah, I don't know whether that's true. That I don't think that's going to be true, mate. There's, they're linked. That's why. Oh, then, yeah. Maybe you should, should I have checked. a quick check on the website. Too fucking late now, isn't it? Would they not ring you to check where he is? Attendance? Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. Maybe they'll ring you now because they're like, well, it's nearly half 10 and he's not in yet. So, yeah. <laughs> and considering he has a hundred percent attendance, that seems off. <laughs> oh well, oh well, we make these mistakes, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Um, How has your half term been? It's not been too bad, to be fair. I've done a lot of like soft play type places for many hours. Yes. Many hours. I went to a soft play one last Monday uh, for five hours. Oh my god! Oh, it's lovely. Oh, it was lovely. Oh, Are you joking me? No, it was lovely. Breathing in the cheesy song. feet of miners. I, we just sat in like a little corner bit where we could see we had full view. Yeah, and they just disappeared. I mean, that is great when you go to those places and they disappear. I think the issue is not so much with Edith, but with my my dyspraxic child yeah he does find the soft play quite a challenge that's fair enough overwhelming for him he will go yeah. off and do a little bit on his own but um generally it's uh a place of trauma for him and, <laughs> and i can appreciate that because i guess if you're like your dyspraxia your brain is going 10 to the dozen of having to try and like yeah deal with the challenges of movement physically and, yeah well and, yeah, and also the other thing for him too is that a lot of kids go absolutely full feral when they're in the soft play don't they so they're like mm -hmm. tearing around and doing backflips and stuff and that he finds that quite overwhelming mm. so you know but um either way i didn't even have to look after my kids for most half term so i'm laughing because they went to holiday club but it was fun bloody sustic <laughs> <laughs> they only did three days but oh mate what an absolute joyous invention 
holiday oh, club yeah, is. I mean, the, I think the only thing is, you know, like, you know, when you're, you've got a dinner and you're really looking forward to the dinner and you want the dinner to be perfect. So you go for a wee first, you get a drink, you know, like you make sure that all the boxes are ticked so that when you sit down, you can really enjoy this wholesome dinner. That's how I look at half term is that I've got to get all of the shit out of the way. And then when they go back to school, the the moment where they're gone, you can it eat. will just, it will be this really, yeah, it's not like I've not eaten all week. <laughs> Trust me, I've eaten, but it will just, pretty much take away, but it will just be this really lovely moment where I'm like, oh my God, God, it's perfect. The silence. <laughs> no, yeah, it does definitely. I but mean, my look, kids are older, though, mate. My kids are yeah. older, and I, you know, we have to bear that in mind. You are still very much in the thick of it. Well, we did do a day out because I had them on Friday, so we did a day out with our best pals, Kelly and her two kids. Yeah, and um, oh my God, it was. I mean, at one point, I looked at Kelly's face, and Kelly looked like she would rather be dead than be there. <laughs> <laughs> one of those days out because you know i am i my kids love just going out i think when you do spontaneous yeah. it's not been planned too yeah. much and you just go and like anything Couldn't to do with outdoors more. nature they are all for it but we because it was going to be pissing down rain so it was like okay let's just do something that's a bit more structured so we went to and this is probably our first mistake the cutty sark which is like some old fucking ship in greenwich and oh my god, it costs forty pounds for three <gasps> of us to go on it. And Edith is a sheep when it comes to her best mate, right? So her best mate gets on, and she's like, "I'm mummy. I don't like boats. I want to get off. It's moving. It's moving, mummy." And then Edith, who's not, she does like boats. And oh, good you god! Know, so then she's like, "Mummy, I don't like it. It's moving. I want to get off." Like copying her mate word for word, fucking word. So them two just cried pretty much the whole way around, just saying. <laughs> We don't like boats. We don't like boats. As if we were like actually torturing them, making it, I mean, it was torture walking around there because it was shit as well. It was so shit. So all it is is like three, it's a boat. It's an actual boat. So it's like three floors of boat. What do you and do on it? Exactly. What do you do on it? They have like little stations where kids can do slightly interactive stuff, but it's so old and fusty and half the pieces right. are missing. So there's not actually anything for them to do. And it was just a lot of really boring information about tea and voyages to get shit like tea and tobacco, which, you know, I'm wow. not sure. Last oh time I checked, seven and four-year-olds, that's nah. not really their sort it's of not subject their thing. choice. of. Not their um, thing. Yeah, they, they're, they're not bothered. No. <laughs> In a word. <laughs> and then you go on the top deck and you go. You can go up to like the, I don't know, what's the fucking technical term for the front of a ship? A mast? No, not a mast. The bow? The bow? Oh, the bow? Anyway, the, the ship is the back. Yeah, and you've got to go up these really awkward steps that were really slippy. So obviously, old dyspraxia kids. That I mean, that was fun. He actually had a serious full-on meltdown. He oh, hated the whole God. day. There's a lot of people. It was very busy, and um, he just had constant meltdowns basically. So he walked around with a frown. He had a frown the entire day. Oh God. Yeah, it was hard. Um, and then I said, right, let's go to this park. There's this really nice playground across the way. We, no, we went for lunch. Went to Nando's. It was so hot in there. My children looked like they'd been in an all-night rave. They had bright red cheeks and hey, were what sweating. What do you mean, Nando's? <laughs> yeah, I know. Bad choice for the non-chicken eaters. <laughs> it was one of those where it was like, right, the kids are just getting to that level of the hunger. Yeah. It's turning into utter cunts. We need to eat. So Nando's is in, literally in front of us. We were like, let's go to Nando's. Um, yeah, we're in there. And then... Um, 
we stole two ice creams as well, by the way. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm a criminal. You've got to. Um, You've got yeah, to. We just got some ice cream. and In pay. those moments, you just got to look the other way. <laughs> you have. But Oliver was just, he, he was like, I'm having an emotional day. And just lay down on the seats and like pretended to go to sleep because that's how shit his life was. He ate three chips. They got a bean <laughs> burger and it was like, this is absolutely the worst dinner I've ever eaten. It was just <gasps> shit. And then we went to this playground, which was an amazing playground by the um, Maritime, Greenwich Maritime Museum, which is really good for kids. I do recommend that one. That's somewhere to visit when you're in London. There's a lovely outdoor playground. It's all new, like amazing adventure playground. There's a ship and a shark and a a kraken, whatever. It was so busy, so busy. And it was so overwhelming. And we were there for about 10 minutes. And then one of the little girls was, she wasn't even feeling very well. So we're like, right, we've got to go back. And we made the mistake of going on public transport because we thought, oh, they'll love that. They'll love being on the DLR. That'll be really exciting. Got on the DLR. Kelly's other kid went ash and white and was like, I'm going to be sick, mummy. No. <laughs> like, oh, God. No. What's happening? Oliver's like now gone into another dimension of emotional dysregulation. <laughs> He can't cope. He's still got the red cheeks from Nando's where he only yeah. ate one chip. And then we couldn't. We had to go down the steps because the escalators weren't working and there was about 450 steps and the kids were just like, where is it? Get away! <laughs> and then we got on the train. Oh, my God. We this got reminds me why I'm so pleased I don't have young children anymore. <laughs> Mate, I hope that this gives you some form of like enlightenment to know that it's never, it's not always going to be this hideous. I mean, you know, but it's one of those where, and I, I know that you know, as a Londoner, like with little kids, I hate getting the tube with them. I hate it. Yeah. It's really exhausting, and there's like a level of exhaustion for you too, where you're so on edge because there's so many people, and you've got a really hold. I'd much rather drive, yeah. and actually, that's somewhere that we could have very easily have driven to in about. 20 minutes rather than the 50 minute journey and bus journey that just Lesson ended up learned. being a complete nightmare. So, Lesson learned. I mean, to be fair, mate, so I tell people, oh, you know, I've got to go into London for work. I've got to go into London for this. And they're like, oh my God, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. I can officially say no. I fucking hate the trains yeah. so much. Yeah. There is nothing, like someone said it to me the other day, they were like, I would love that. I went, no, it would, trust me, London would kick it out of you. I think if you do it like really irregularly, then you can, there's still a novelty. But when you have to do it frequently, you're like, fuck this shit, mate. Trains are just cunts. Yeah, they are. They're never on time. They're just, the the train network in the UK is a disgrace. I can honestly say up north, I didn't have any issues with it. But down south, fuck me, it's terrible. Yeah, well, we all know why that is, isn't it? Because they privatised the bloody train lines, didn't they? The fucking conservative cants. Yeah, but let's not talk about that. That should be it. Should be a public. Should be a public service. Do you not think? Uh, yeah, but uh, from London to Portsmouth, all I'm saying is, for fuck's sake, can you just have one train, just once, not be (laughs) cancelled? Just once. That's all I'm asking. Just once. And, and aren't you getting that train tomorrow, Laura? Oh, I am. Oh, I am. <laughs> and why is that then? Because we've got our first ever podcast show. <laughs> How are you, Vic? How are you about it? There's been some moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, I am I think I've um, positive affirmationed myself Amazing. into sort of naively believing that I'm going to have a good time. 
There's no naivety about it. It's going to be fine. Me, Roger, we're both going to be there. Roger's there for sure. Um, He'll be there for your emotional support with all of the emotional abilities that he has. Uh, no, the robot's coming, so that'll be good. <laughs> um, yeah, but I am really, I am really looking forward to it. It's I just can't fun. quite. I keep imagining the moment of stepping onto stage, and that's the bit that like really fills me with fear. And if you didn't have that, I'd be quite worried. Yeah, but I still get that. I've done I've done so many shows, and every single time, right before I go on, I feel like I'm going to vomit. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. But you just have to go with the vomit feeling and just know no, that no, you no. won't die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> That's the last thing I fucking need on my roster right now. It's going to be fine. Um, I'm very I'm excited. Check my um, heart rate when we get on stage. That's going to be the first thing that I do because uh, I'd love to see what it is. I bet it's going to be like fucking 128 or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love no, that. I'm the really first thing I'm going to do when I get on stage is I'm yeah. going to check my heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> and you think there will be w- women and men and men potentially but and mainly men. women who will yes. be listening to this and they will be heading to our show tomorrow yeah well it will be today oh shoot of course yeah today yeah i know what a head fuck oh i haven't decided what i'm gonna wear yet still gotta work that one out do you know what you're wearing mate do you think i know what i'm wearing i might have to do a little outfit try on what the thing is, we're gonna look so fucking opposite because our taste couldn't be more opposite. Yeah, that's all right. That's fine. Don't well, need to have to be in it. That's what works about us, baby. We're checking <laughs> cheese, but we're not really. We're not chalk and cheese at all, I don't think. So we are in some respects, but not in all respects. But then yeah. I guess that's what makes it fun. Because who would want us all to be the same? Now, actually, Vic, what I would like to talk about, I've not talked about it on my social media. Oh yeah. And I should, and I and I think I'm going to. Yeah. Fucking home bargains candles. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God, yes. You had a near miss with death. Yeah, like we nearly had our fucking a house fire. So you get the bags in home bargains. It's like fucking 50 candles for two quid or something like that. Little tea light ones. Well, shit the bed. The other night, uh, Elliot came downstairs. He's like, uh, Mum, the, the candle upstairs is very big. And I was like, <laughs> that doesn't sound great. <laughs> so I went upstairs now. Clearly, with all of my fire training expertise, I thought it was a good idea to blow it. By the way, don't do that. No. <laughs> what that seemed to do is just give it more fuel. Yeah. And the flame rose quite big. <laughs> uh, and, I, and the the thing that it is, it's like a glass test tube type thing and the liquid and oils in there, it was bubbling. So it was like a fucking witch's cauldron. Oh I was my like, God. shit, that's how hot it was. So Steve comes upstairs very calmly. Now, considering the fact that if there's an accident, he's not the calm person, very calmly picks it up. I go, don't fucking drop it on the carpet. Otherwise we're done for. Yeah. Like we'll all be dead. Takes it into the bathroom, puts it into the bath. He puts the shower on it. Fuck me. The Fucking flame just like quadruple to size. The fire alarm went off. Oh I contacted God. Home Bargains and gone, you need to remove these from your fucking shelves because they're not safe. They've replied back with, we do strenuous testing on all of our candles and we can assure you that we would not allow something like this on the shelves. Please can you let us know what the barcode is? You know, and you're like, yeah, I'm sure for all the 5 million fucking tea lights, you strenuously fucking test each one of them. What do you do? Yeah, tell well, it a, but also, you, that tell it a horror it story and see how yeah. it reacts. Like, but what like, you literally, do? Literally, you'd have to light it to test it. The same way yeah, you can surely test not. a fucking <laughs> tea light. Like, how, scary though, my God. You, yeah. Do you do like 
SOS training on it, see how quickly it folds under pressure. Like I'm telling you now, this one folded quick. So they're gone. I'm so bad with leaving unattended candles, though, are you? Not anymore. Not not, not now. <laughs> I'm awful for it. I will con- I will go out and then come back and be like, oh, there's some five candles. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a bit of a safety first, aren't I? So like when we go on holiday, I like turn all the lights off at the uh, turn all, all the lights off at the wall, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I flick all the lights off. Uh, I turn everything off at the wall, Wi-Fi, TV, everything. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't I know. do that. I know. Yeah. Well, who does? Well, other we than, thought other Rob might be a bit more health and safe than that, but no. Yeah. Yeah. My dad used to do that. Take all the plugs out. So I don't know why that. I do it. I don't know. It's just my fear of, it was my anxiety, just generally yeah. of someone dying in a fire. Um, but I also do leave them on in random places around the house while I'm in the house. Turns out that's not safe either. No, you, you've got to be, you've got to be able to see it, haven't you? Yeah. You've got to be able to so, see it, but... Yes, yeah. that was very much an unattended candle. But I love candles at this time of the year, don't you? I know. Right. But so I'm the plot changed. Oh. You don't fuck your kids. They're a bit too old, aren't they? Uh well, Toby, he just he just gets up whenever the fuck he likes. Yeah. Mine it could be two o'clock five. in the fucking morning and he'd be like, I'm just gonna start my day now. Whereas <laughs> Elliot's not like that. But we had a we had a party in the house. Oh yeah, of course. So actually, so we went to bed later than they normally would anyway, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they went to bed later, but Toby was still up early. Yeah. No, mine woke up at five. But what no, that yeah, meant was... didn't do that. Because um, they've been doing... They've, you know, they've been all right with waking up times. We've gone to like six, half six, sometimes even seven, which Wowzers. has been so beautiful and dreamy. I loved it. But that no, was five because it was obviously an hour earlier than... I mean, I can't... Uh, me and Rob, with the fucking clock change, the arguments between us of him just be like... Um, so is it old time or oh, don't, is I it do new time? I'm like, fuck off. It's just the time. Okay. Just it's the like, time. For like a week afterwards, I'm like, oh, it's half past 11, but technically it's half yeah, past was, 10. It's like, it's not technically anything because tomorrow you'll wake up and it will still be the time and you'll still be <laughs> tired because you stayed up an hour fucking later, Laura. And time is just an illusion constructed by capitalism. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm like Rob. I can't help it. I don't want to be that person. They went to bed so early last night. It was fucking dreamy. So we got home, and I and then I had a bath at about four p.m. But it was actually five p.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, it must have been later than that. Anyway, I had a bath. Obviously, both the kids got a whiff of that, and then we're like, "Come on, get in!" So I had a bath with both of them, which is very sweet. But Edith yeah. just constantly laughs at my funny and is like, "Why is it so prickly?" She just kept saying that. I was like. <laughs> Because I'm a woman and I've got a big Larry bush. Um, and then uh, then they were just knackered. So it was like, right, well, it's seven o'clock. Let's start bedtime, which is unheard of in this house. Like we don't really start bedtime until about 20 to eight these days. So they were asleep. Edith was asleep by quarter past seven last night. Oh, I can't believe you start bedtime so late. By what time is he down? 7 p.m. Really? I'm so yeah. jealous. There's absolutely... No point between seven and half seven. No, I've 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 just worked it out over the the years that um there's especially with Edith there's absolutely no point trying to put her to bed before she's ready and her natural body clock she it's so weird she goes to, she falls asleep at quarter past eight that is her time that she falls asleep and it's so funny because at eight fourteen she will be sat up just like mummy look at this I learned it's in ballet and then eight fifteen she's like. 
like that. It's so weird. And there's there's no that chill. That girl knows herself. That's good. She does, but there's like no chill with her until the 30 seconds before she falls asleep. And so I've tried to do the earlier bedtimes and she's a cunt. Yeah. And and I really mean that because she's just not ready. And so she will act up. Everything is just such. I don't think any of us listening to this and considering (laughs) the years that listeners have listened in, I don't think any of us are questioning that because we've all heard the dismay in your voice over the various states that she has put you in oh my god she's it's safe to say that edith has tested the boundaries oh my goodness she continues to do so and what i realized over half term is that she has been actually she's actually been a lot easier since she started school i've seen a huge shift in her behavior particularly how much she's a fucking prick to her brother and it's been half term so she's not been at school she hasn't had that same level of intellectual um, sort of stimulation, but also it, she's not been challenged intellectually, really, because yeah. I'm not doing fucking phonics and bullshit with them like that. No. It, they've just played. And so the last three days, she has been such a wanker to him. And it's that. And I swear it's that. And so I realise now that, like, oh, look. I've Here he is. I just delivered. saw a, a mug floating. And, and I'm not talking about your husband. I'm actually me. talking about the, the oh, car. Yeah, should we ask Rob about how he's feeling about the show tomorrow? How's Roger feeling? Can you talk into the microphone, please? I'll ask you some questions. What should we ask him? Uh, is he excited about tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I haven't given any thought yet, really. Unbelievable. Hasn't that's he such given a any man, thought? That's, that's exactly what Steve would say. <laughs> is he nervous about the fact that he's going to be flocked by a whole load of adoring fans? Are you going to... I think he's... Well, yeah, maybe. Um, I, was, we, I think we really want to know, are you going to wear your Cuban heels? I should do. Yeah. <laughs> flares? Can I wear my flares? <laughs> his flares? Wear his flares, yeah. Does he does he know that he's being kicked out of his bed yet? Because I'm sleeping in it. Oh yeah, you know that you've got to sleep volleyball tomorrow night because um Laura's in our bed. Oh amazing! Oh amazing! Amazing! He loves it. He's here <laughs> for it. Amazing! Amazing! <laughs> to be fair, Oliver might want me to share his bed. I he mean, probably he will. He absolutely me. loves you. Yeah, he will want you to do that. All right, that, that's all then. Okay. Thanks. Bye, Oliver. Thanks. No, you're not Oliver. Bye, Oliver. Bye Roger. Bye, Oliver. Oh, he said he's nervous about that. Steve was terrified. Yeah, he is a bit nervous. I was like, yeah, whatever, mate. He used to love it. He was an absolute fanny magnet back in the day, wasn't he? On stage <laughs> with his little guitar. Yeah, but Tr- I guess it's different. His little strings. Yeah, of course it's different. <laughs> it's but different. He is. He's not. He's not um, a stranger to getting up on stage in front of lots of people. Not that he's going to be doing that, but still, you know. Yeah. He's like, oh no, but I'm, I'm I was playing a musical instrument. It's a bit different, is it? It's a bit different. Yeah, but love um, him. We love Roger. I'm really, I'm glad that he's come in. I am. I mean, I'd love it if my husband were to come, but he doesn't support my career. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, my mum's babysitting, which she's having a nervous breakdown about because it's Halloween, isn't it? And so the kids, oh are god. And they're like, are we going trick or treating? So all their friends go trick or treat. I'm like, oh, I, I maybe not. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. She oh, said no. she might go with Kelly. So yeah. But then I'm, uh, can you really say to your mate, like, um, would you just be all right to hang out with my 73 year old mum? <laughs> well, we, uh, my children are scared of trick or treating, but they love sweets. So it's quite a difficult thing yeah, for what them. What do you do then? They go trick-or-treating for a okay, very short period of time with our friends who yeah. are like live really close to us. So they we normally go trick-or-treating together and then we're close to like a 
a married patch, like a yeah. naval married patch, and they always go big. So like they always really pull it out of the bag. Okay. So we go there for a little while, come back, but generally they prefer to answer the door and give sweets to trick or treaters. That's their that's their their mo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Steve was a little bit hungover yesterday, just a little bit, and Toby announced, um, and I'd like to get the Halloween decorations down uh, today because I'd like to decorate the house. So <laughs> Steve had to go up into the loft and get all of the <laughs> Halloween decks down. Oh, and oh the house God. was decorated. I did it for a video taking the piss out of people that buy pumpkins. <laughs> I'm into it and I'm committed. It will burn through because I was really committed last year and I bought loads of pumpkins. And then when it got to the 15th of December and they were still outside my house, I realized that I had made a mistake by buying so many <laughs> uh, because I don't actually like pumpkin. No. So um, I then had to throw them away. That then felt like a massive waste. And yeah, so hopefully it'll just burn through. It was burned through in me. So like we've decorated the house. We've not bought any pumpkins. No. I just think I actually think like I'm gonna sound like a massive bore ceramic now. ones though, not real ones. Oh yes, oh yes. That oh like, wait, I've got them. Yeah, they're so cute. I love them. I bought like six in one go. Well, uh, I mean, I struggle with allowing the fact that the children have decorated. There's no denying that. There's a lot of things placed in places I wouldn't personally have them, but we have witches brooms. We've got fake candles, you know, we've got the lot. We go, we go big, we go that big. That is pretty big. Yeah, I'm, I'm like trying to, I'm like not doing Halloween. I'm just doing autumn. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't be fucked. Like, you know, when people change the decorations for every season, oh, I can't no, be like fucked. What, what's an Easter decoration as well? Like that, I don't It'd see be, the point of. But like, I've, I've seen bunnies. this woman, she must be a fucking gazillionaire because yeah. her house is ridiculously big. And for every single season, for every celebration, she decorates the whole of her fucking house in the most insane shit you've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that. I've got I've literally got my little pumpkins in the uh in the fireplace and that'll do me. And then it'll be Christmas soon, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these only go up for a couple of days, love. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep my pumpkins until the end of November, maybe, and then I'll stop them over for the uh, Christmas. They, yeah, if they're the real ones, then That's I had them until story, December. I had to actually get rid of them because I was like, this is embarrassing now. It's December and everyone's got their Christmas decks up and I'm still celebrating Halloween. <laughs> Mate, we haven't even said a single story yet. We've been recording for an hour. <laughs> no, we haven't. We, I feel like we haven't. We have been chatting all week, on. though. I don't understand why, but I just feel like... No, we haven't. Not really. No, what? We haven't been chatting. Yeah. Yeah, we've done done a 50-minute record already. But we need to have one story and then we can get out of here. Okay, so um, let's just have a little... It's a little question that's coming from one of our Australian listeners. (gasps) Australian? Oh, my God. Good day, mate. Um, Good day, right? Firstly, thank you for the fun. And most importantly, the serious topics you chat about too, because we were always a bit like, oh, we shouldn't talk about serious things because it's really boring. But we always make them, I mean, totally hilarious, don't we? Well, I, I think it's important that we are a comedy podcast at the end of the day. So, yeah, but know, it's, we don't it's want to be Debbie Downs. No, no, but listen to this. It's helped me in so many ways feel more confident to stand up for myself as a woman. Hello. Oh, fucking hello. 
power to the pussy and look at myself in the mirror each day, as well as being a better role model to my little daughters. Oh, that's bloody lovely, isn't it? Maybe we should take some of our own advice. I know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I just get constantly fucking bullied by my daughter telling me that my fanny feels like a hedgehog. So, you know, my friend suggested your podcast to me in early 2023 after my fave podcast of 10 years ended. Oh, I wonder what that was. I've gone all the way back to episode one and binge listening to them in order. Anyway, I have an agony aunt for you. I wrote this question into a sex podcast and it was nice for them to answer it, but it was only with a few words. Oh, don't worry about it. It's normal. Well, that's not what we do, is it? We go full. No, we go deep for investigation. We go deep diving. <laughs> well, it's not a lot of fucking help, is it? That's what she said. So hopefully you might be able to embellish on this. How do you both deal with vaginal discharge in your sex lives? Hello. I have Nora's face. I've had to. My... Like I don't really know how to answer that. Well, yeah, because I don't think I've ever like consciously thought, oh, my vaginal oh, discharge is an issue in my sex life, have you? But anyway, she goes into explain. You... Oh, right. I was about to so, say, <clears> I've had here? mine checked and it's normal. I, I suppose maybe she's questioning what the, the um, load, is it the v- vaginal load is. it vivacious? Is it, yeah. She says, I have a bloody huge load of it. I keep getting it checked during all my pap tests and even had it checked during my pregnancy, but it's never been abnormal. But I can't stand the thought of it being there when I'm about to get intimate. I know Rob has accidentally had a mouthful of Vicks toilet paper. True. (laughs) Kitty litter. Kitty litter. So is it just a matter of men are used to this and they don't really care? I can't have sex unless I've had a shower. And even then I'm not 100% relaxed because I feel like this is such a funny use of language. Because I feel like it will sludge out into his mouth if he's going down on me. How can I deal with this or get more comfortable with it? Thank you so much for reading. Firstly, has she ever had complaint? Has he ever gone, oh, fucking hell, I've just literally got a trough full of your, you know, wound juice? Yeah. I think it's probably one of those that's like, do not think, a bit like periods, it's probably one of those things that from a societal perspective has been entrenched in shame for a really long time. Yeah, because I think that obviously it is like super duper normal to have discharge. And unless he's going, oh, Jesus Christ, love, like I've just taken a tequila shot from your fanny. I don't think he minds. Sludge. Yeah. Or <laughs> fucking slug slime. I think he's all right. Like Steve's never said you've got too much discharge. And I mean, I, how, what, I mean, also. Because if, if, if I'm ovulating, fucking hell, yeah, mate. Hello, sweetheart. I'm like a slip and slide. Oh, no. It, it, it's sitting in a pool of just skank basically Even... I, I do often look at my knickers at the end of the day and just think what the hell's happened here yeah <laughs> when you, when you when have one of those really yeah. one of those really heavy ovulations where you're just like I want to be impaled by everything that's me now yeah it's changed with age that has the ovulation period I think my discharge has changed with age uh I, I was obviously having to be a referee to my two children oh shit are they, are they beating each other up no, they were just uh, verbally. One was crying uh, because, mate, I hate the vicar in so much. Jesus Christ! Give me eight gallons of discharge over fucking kids any day, any yeah. goddamn day. I actually think what a fucking moment to always be wet, loosey goosey. Yeah, one yeah. day that's going to dry up, and you're going to. Like, like where's your point Sahara. of reference as well? Because you've never experienced owning yeah. anyone else's minge. You've only no. owned yours. And and I've never been present to another minge's discharge, so I can only assume that 
Because, like I said, sometimes mine's like fucking wild. Yeah, and mine. I, I've never gone. Oh shit, Steve. If anything, I think he's like, yeah, she's well up for it. <laughs> You're like, actually, no, I'm not. It's just the inside <laughs> just of my, my vaginal canal shedding. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's just the way that my natural body is working through its monthly cycle. <gasps> I do. I think. I think that's probably where her issue is. Is that actually she's got no point of reference because no one really talks about this stuff apart Unless... from us. Because we're always going on about scarfing and slimer and all the rest of it, aren't we? Unless she's seen somebody else's discharge and has a, a, a level of uh, comparison. Paranoia. Yeah. What, what is, is there a discharge chart? And also, it's not. It's like it's not dirty. That's the other no, thing. So that clean. whole thing of like needing to have. It shouldn't smell. You know, and she's had it checked a million times. So I'm pretty sure that there is something that sw- switches in your body when you're sexually aroused, that it's no longer discharge. It's literally lubrication to prepare your minge for sex, isn't it? I just Googled so, it. Even if they did get a mouthful of discharge, what are they going to do? It doesn't, does it taste of anything? No. Don't know. It's just like a bogey. It's like a vagina bogey, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it is. It's a vagina bogey. Yeah. So you just produce right, podcast extra this snot. Gonna write it down so I don't forget. <laughs> Vagina buggy. <laughs> oh, I love that. So but, funny. Uh I'm gonna say it is really normal. And also, like I sometimes I get myself on one about something and I'll be really paranoid. Has someone said to her before, fuck, you've got a lot of discharge? I, I or is it something that she's created in, in her own head of believing that it's wrong? Because yeah. I can, I mean, we all know that I can get on one about stuff, right? Yeah. So if I fixate on something on my body, which can be anything at any given fucking time, <laughs> yeah. then I am, I can convince myself that it is so obscure, wrong or weird and that nobody else has it the way that I do it or the way that I have it, that I, or like, oh, here's a good one. My chin hair, right? Yeah. I have been so paranoid about it to the point where I look at other people, other women's chins, and I think, well, they don't have a hairy chin like I do. Mate, you actually said that to me when I came to your house. See? Yeah. <laughs> Told you. And then I'm like, she's not been listening to anything that I've been saying. I've been she's looking at her chin. staring at my chin. Yeah, I but can't also, you must have just have missed them. Or oh, I'd pluck them out because they're all alive. I wax I'm... now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the vagina wax yourself, strips that you that get one. from the Veep ones? Yeah. Cut them in half. <laughs> Just do it. How often do you have to do that? Just when I notice the fact that it's come back. I think the last time I did it was probably about five weeks ago. I'm feeling mine now. I've got yeah, I can feel are, one. I'm as soft as a baby's bum now because I waxed yeah. it last night, ready to see you tomorrow. I, I, thought, I don't want that my... tickling her on the nose. No, that's true. Or like be, you know, illuminated in the stage lights. That wouldn't be. I'm just saying, your discharge best not wake me up tomorrow night. <laughs> Maybe if you sneezed and like, you know, like uh, the snot comes out your nose, if you sneezed and a lot of women nowadays, like, well, not nowadays, they've always not had great pelvic floor control after kids. Yeah. I know I'm in that camp at the moment. Um, maybe if you do that, then your little vaginal bogey will just squirt it will out. It just well. snot out, yeah. It's maybe that's what happens when we're scarfing. Yeah. We sneeze and extra bogeys come out. <laughs> <laughs> If I was to ever call anything from my vagina a bogey, I'm pretty sure Steve would never go down on oh, me It again. sounds awful, doesn't it? And it I think the other thing grim. to remember is that men don't care. So, you know. No, honestly, I think that's one thing that I've learned is like I've spoken to Steve at length about this and I've said about like turn-ons and things like that. And he's like, Laura, it's I just your vagina is a big enough turn-on 
it's yeah. a vagina it's a hole that I put my dick in yeah whereas I'm like the mooding the lighting that everything the no. uh, the ambiance the moments and I think if a man were to say that then he's a cunt and he's not worthy of your time true absolutely like, hello Who- I'm sorry it's not it is literally your body's natural method of looking after your fanny like yeah it's there for a reason doesn't matter anybody no- like, i do wonder whether someone's mentioned it yeah, that's why because i think that it seemed like has anyone ever in the history of your vagina being out yeah has anyone ever mentioned it to you even if it was a doctor or a nurse like oh you have a lot of discharge it could yeah. be that Who's a karen carpenter carpenter who's that from the carpenters oh yeah she- she what, ended did up she having a discharge. <laughs> she didn't, but she ended up with an eating disorder based on one interview. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So like, it's it's not even about oh yeah, but it's not like I've been. It's been a complaint. Sometimes it's like the smallest of things that even medically someone could have said it. Yeah, and that's what's made you uber paranoid. Yeah, and then you've been searching for sort of like an answer. Well, we are telling you it is so fucking normal. Take yeah. your vagina snot and squirt it over anybody that suggests it's otherwise. Can I just say that I just saw a TikTok of someone using their minge, like fanny period blood as a face mask. Oh, I've seen those. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, God. I can't cope. I can't. I'm not. <laughs> it would literally be like a scene out of Carrie, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, and also it would smell like the butchers. I'm just yeah. absolutely not down with that. That's not relaxing for me in any way, shape or form. Uh, can I just, so there, I think we've dressed that quite beautifully, but let me just yeah. read the rest of her message because she said this and I was like, oh my God. So she said, uh, P.S., she also had lichen cirrhosis like me. But it was during her pregnancy and then it magically dip- disappeared after she gave birth. Wow. Yeah. The shit that our bodies go through. I wonder if it's something that she'd be more susceptible to getting again. Probably. It's linked to, I think it is linked to like estrogen as well. So maybe because your levels change so drastically in pregnancy, it could have brought it on or something. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, poor oh, lass. Little nugget There's of information. There's bigger things to worry about, I think, you know, than how much vaginal bogey you're producing. Um, so, right, let's round up, shall we? So, um, yes, if you want to send us any stories, any agony aunts, any other business, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast. That's it. <laughs> they can head on over That's to our Instagram. It. Head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast. Slide on into our DMs. I had a momentary lapse where I was looking at your chin hairs. Yes, that's what she was doing. <laughs> I'm wondering what kind of discharge you have. I'll show you tomorrow, what is I, I might start like asking a Q&A. What kind of velocity of uh, vaginal bogeys do you I'm have? Gonna, I'm going to say I've never really thought about it too much. I have, Maybe... I've, I've, I have thought, fucking hell, this is a lot of discharge on my ovulation days. And it's like I said, it's increased with age. So I think now because my body's heading towards perimenopause, your body's going impregnate me, yeah, please. Like it's screaming it, you know. Um, so it's 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 a more intense volume of. I'm, um, I'm definitely much. in your phase of uh, non-sex at the moment. We're, what do you mean, my life? Yeah, <laughs> but, but we're together in the non-sexual phase of life because uh, yeah, um, I'm well off the wagon at the moment. Amazing yeah, what your dad in... dime will do, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. I was going to say you're tits deep in grief, so you know tits, gr- tits deep and tits deep in grief. Um, yeah. yeah, it's great, isn't it? Isn't it? 
love it. Um, anyway, love it. anyway, um, let's fuck off now. We'll right. see you face tomorrow. See you. We will see all of you wonderful bitches coming to the show tomorrow. And everybody else will see you next Tuesday. In fact, actually, by the time the next podcast comes out, not only will we have done one show, we will have done two shows. Two shows. Oh my goodness. Have two shows on my and I, I won't be in this fucking country. <laughs> I will be out of here. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams. And to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.